You're listening to Conversations, brought to you by TechSquare ATL. Our second fast-forward talk is by Raj Aluri. Raj is the lead innovation architect at Honeywell, helping to envision the future from their new Midtown Atlanta office. Raj is the father of a young toddler who lives many time zones away, and he probably can think of some very exciting home use cases for this technology. He is also so bold with his predictions that he only needs one slide. So, hi everyone. So, I'm pretty new to Atlanta, like, okay, only two weeks back I just moved here. I like the weather. The reason, first, I don't want to show slides because I hate them, okay, because that second thing is when I'm talking about AR and all this stuff, slides doesn't give the perspective, and unfortunately, I was not able to bring all the gadgets that I have, like, okay, the wearables and all those things, so I can show you directly. Maybe you can just visit our office and I'll be able to show it in my lab, okay? So there are a couple of things, like what I'm seeing is one question someone asked, yeah. So content, the, my prediction is like content is not something which is provided by someone else. So if we need to, in the next five years, what happens is the content will be something which is constructed on the fly. So that's where you are actually giving a better experience to user instead of giving some like, so if I'm here, I'm actually like, okay, the content is automatically created based on your surroundings and the system also like, so the basic algorithms are evolving in such a way, it can automatically identify the objects and all those things. And also that drives the content. So even though we have 5G and all that stuff, like, okay, it's not going to solve the problem of the content for the augmented reality or VR. Maybe VR, because VR is a, the major difference what I see is like, VR is more a predictable environment. AR is more unpredictable. So based on that, my next prediction is like, AR is going to take some time before it goes into the actual consumers, like how we are using the mobile phone and all until someone completely disrupts, like we need another Steve Jobs to do that. So, whereas AR uh, penetrates more into the industrial space because that's a controlled area. And second bottleneck for the AR when we are going and all that stuff, like the battery. Battery is a Achilles heel right now. In the industrial environment and the building security surveillance and all those things, workers will be wearing it maybe four hours and then they will put it in a charging spot. So that also is like, so in the next five years, you'll see more penetration of ER stuff like, okay, into the industrial, like, okay, the oil and gas industries and all those. And one more important point that we need to see is like, AR is not about only the visual content. What my research and the innovation, what I'm doing is like, what are the other, uh, perception, like, okay, for example, the sound. How do you feel the sound, not hear the sound? How do you feel the sound? Second thing is like, okay, what are the different kinds of sensors that we are going to wear? For example, and the third point is like, is the phone the right form factor for the, whatever visual perception? Because this is not designed for the AR and VR stuff. Like, okay, this is designed for communication. So this is basically a communication. So the next year or so we are going to have all our communication capabilities moving into watch. 
So Apple and there is like, okay, already GSM chips are coming into the watch. So your phone is obsolete. You don't need that. So your battery is directly there. And because the ba this one is so small, so your battery consumption is reduced. The next thing that comes is like, it has to be, if you need to be successful in the AR, and, uh, AR specifically, I'm not talking about VR, we need to defragment the frame. So basically break up the phone, so the, your communication goes into your watch, your display goes into your uh, the glass part, and these two communicate. And the crazy stuff which I'm predicting is like your energy requirements will be going into your clothing. Because right now this is the space and they always comes back and say like, okay, the size of the battery is the problem to put more charge and all those things. Maybe you don't know, tomorrow you'll have a, a battery on the back of yours which has a solar all panels and all those things and it charges directly your, so that reduces. And the other uh, interfaces like, okay, from an industrial point of view, uh, we are already having products which are developed for the companies and it's being used. Like, okay, I've seen products like, uh, uh, which is being used not only industrial, in the cruise ships, like for the maintenance and all, like, okay, you have seen the HoloLens and all. Like, okay, one of the demo which we have is for the building con command and control system in the HoloLens, but it's the next. And there is uh, oil and gas, like for example, uh, one of the, the um, experimenting with Subpack M2, which is a wearable, uh, woofer, so which automatically gives. So if I give it to a uh, worker working in a gas, oil and gas industry, so he doesn't have to depend on uh, the sound and all those things or the vibration and all those things because his whole body is like, okay, responding to what is going on. And it's another from a health and safety point of view also. So the next thing is like, for if you need the next prediction, what I'm looking at is the interfacing mechanism will be completely changing. So. The two weeks back, I was in uh, this uh, summit, AR in Action in MIT Media Lab, where there is a company like, okay, which is started by the students, it's called uh, Neurables. So right now the problem is like, okay, the efficiency with how you control with uh, the basically your brain thought process and all those things, that's going to be become uh, normal in the next five years. Because there are like a lot of technologies changing. It's only, a ma but only thing is like companies are not taking any radical steps. They are, the major problem here is they think AR and the VR is only about the visual content. No, it's not just about the visual content. You have other perceptions, other in, uh, content which you need to come up with. And also the, the design methodologies, how we design and the interfaces are not evolved. So we are still seeing at like, who didn't say like, okay, I can just create my interface like based on this particular room. That's what the thought process, because right now the demo that I have is, we have to completely create it in the, some 3D tool and then revit and all, then export into it. What I'm saying is, uh, there is another company which is doing a lot of research on this. It's called Wire. They are using this um, defense level, uh, the RF communication, they reduced into a chip, which is, can be used for the consumer application it basically scans and maps the whole room. Like, okay, it gives you a wireframe. So on top of it, you do a procedural rendering and you'll be able to get all the colors and all the system. So that's, and not only that, that has a big range. So in this particular room, if I keep one chip, I can scan the whole room and map it. And it can construct clearly. And they have already a 
small mobile version where you can carry. And I can take it and I can just, it's like a mobile piece and like what I can do is, I can just do this, I can see what are the pipes running inside and I can map them and there's an app which automatically scans and creates me what's the pipes running in and how the pipes are there and if any damage is there and I can do all those things. So in the next few years what happens is like everything that's, you'll forget the mobile because mobile is gone. So you'll, your communication medium will be your watch or something else or maybe it's your headphones, it will be directly coming in. It's like the Apple AirPods and all. Um, whereas your display will be on the glass. So basically the prediction is like everything will be defragmented. It's not one piece and it will be like, okay, mix and match. So you can buy a display from someone else, use this. And second thing is also the communication methodologies between these particular modules will be differing. Like, okay, we are seeing like there are changes happening on the Bluetooth front for, Bluetooth is coming up with very good uh, standards, which will, uh, enable better communication between these all these components because right now you are having everything in one piece so the data transfer speeds are good but it will break. Okay, so that's what I have but if you need more information or if you want to see something crazy stuff, okay, I'm called bad scientist in our office, okay. So if you want to see some crazy stuff, you can just walk because it's a pretty new office, we are still, construction is going on. Okay, so, Thank you. yep. You said that basically there was not going to be any mobile in the future, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but we saw that with Google Glass, basically they tried to implement this, but at the same time, basically because of privacy issues, I mean, I didn't want anybody to look at me when I was videotaping or anything. So what do you think that implication will have? Because with regards to the cost customer or market, you know, market research, that has shown failure. Yeah. So, so there are two parts to it. Like one, I already told, that's why the... This particular stuff, it will take some time to go into the actual consumers because that's an area which is really unpredictable because I don't know how you're going to use it, how she's going to use it, how he's going to use it, and it also like okay, demographics. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that these things will penetrate into the industrial space because I can control that. From the privacy point of view, yeah, they said the same thing when there was uh, Steve Jobs introduced with the camera and touch and all those things. People overcome it, but it will take time. Like, okay, 10 years after, it's without phone, no one will be there. Mm -hmm. So that, that's an acceptance and the trust factor has to build. Like, and also like, the second thing is, our AI algorithms and all those things are improving. So, and our interfaces, like for example, right now, uh, the Google Glass, there's one, my, according to my understanding, like, okay, there's one problem. They didn't have any interface to someone, like, okay, if I'm looking at you, they didn't show anything, like a simple LED or something like that, that I'm recording or I'm not recording, or I'm just watching at you. So that's the simple thing. If I say, like, okay, if my knees, like, okay, there is a universal standard, if my glass is showing, like, okay, red stripe on top or here or something like that, you know, like, okay, it's getting recorded. So you know, you can just say, okay, stop recording or something like that, mm -hmm. okay? So that's the major, that's a very simple thing. Conveying the information that I'm recording, that didn't do. So that's where the privacy concerns are there. And uh, with, that's with regard to the privacy. And how about the convenience of just having 
all of your emails and the interaction within each person, right? Because other people have said that just our mobile phones will keep evolving and will have basically a fiber um, glass in hmm. which we'll be able to project and have holograms. So it's basically... So you have all the emails, like, okay, all the information on the glass also. Mm -hmm. But the only thing is, like, you don't have everything in one piece. Mm -hmm. So that gives the mix and match concept, like, okay, you don't buy... So now clothing, right? You don't buy the same shirt from the same brand and same, uh, everything same, right? So you ch buy it from different brand. Why should I do? Because mobile was designed from a communication perspective and then we added like, okay, patched it with all the sensors and all those. Mm -hmm. Actually, we should have taught it in a different, okay, this is communication, let's keep it for communication. It's for, com and let's keep the camera in the glass, maybe 10 years back in the glass here. And that's what. But at that time, the technology was not mature enough, and we don't have. Uh, it's more craziness. And Steve Jobs was good with the phone. Like, okay, he was able to get it. So that's why it's going to break it up because we can only. This is a finite space. Mm -hmm. I, I have a Tango phone, which is like a brick. Lenovo Tango. If anyone has used it, Fab Two Pro. I have. I can show it. It's like a brick because I have the, all the 3D sensors and all those things in that Tango kit. You cannot do it beyond that. So it's going and it's increasing the weight and all those things and you have everything in one place. Mm -hmm. So my information, everything is there. And my information will be coming from the cloud as the data communication speeds will be increasing. Mm -hmm. But your individual uh, way you communicate and all those things and the individual modules will be split up and will be across. Okay? Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.